Rattaloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 1100. It was on June 19th today. It's Juneteenth. Yes. Yes. There's no mail. There's no banking. Federal holiday. Is it a Hubbard holiday? No. No. It was 100 degrees on this day in 1933, and it was 41 degrees on this day in 1950. As you well know, the swimming season is really upon us. In fact, this week it's supposed to be in the 90s every day. I hope your beach has been cleaned up by the products from Aquaside, a White Bear Lake company. They've been keeping beaches clean and free of algae and weeds and decaying vegetable matter. Mm. No, it wouldn't be vegetable Vegetation. Matter. Vegetation for more than 60 years with a complete line of lake and control products that uh, work quickly, they're easy to use, and they've been vetted by all of the correct agencies. So they're really uh, safe. I've used these products and watched them work. They're amazing. And if you want a clean beach for those kids, this is the way to go. Aquaside. Call Aquaside at 1-800-328-9350 or go to Aquaside.com. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake... It's Garage Logic with Chris Reavers, Manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Height in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Sushir. Let's clean up some old business, shall we? We shall. What do you got? Well, the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence... They got into Dodger Stadium, but apparently the Dodgers were just smart enough to get them in there at about 5 in the afternoon, and there was nobody in the ballpark. Right. And that night they drew, what, 49,000, John? Correct, 49,074. So these uh, these morons uh, were not seen by many people. They'll probably file a lawsuit to that <laughs> end. Was it uh, big news in L.A.? Uh, you know what? I meant to read the L.A. Times. It, there I, were I, quite a few protests taking place outside of the stadium. I know that. I mean, to TV and oh. newsprint. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Everybody cover it. You know, it should have occurred to us, Uh-oh. and it did not. Actually, it should have occurred to me because I'm the senior member yeah. of, the, of the task force. You're on the hook. Uh, task force. But it did occur to emailer John O., in the 1960s, and I remember this distinctly, in the 1960s, one of the twins' days during the summer was a nun's day. Mm. And it was real nuns. Mm. And they came to the ballpark, and they uh, they got probably got a brief mention on the twins-o-gram, uh, that prehistoric... Because that was high-tech back ...scoreboard yeah, out right, there. Right. Twins-o-gram. <laughs> and then after the game, the nuns went quietly back to their prayers and teaching and charitable works, etc. And then, uh, as John O. notes, 2023, the Dodgers honor the freakish sisters of indulgence. We are truly regressing. Yeah. Yeah, we are. We are. Was there a uh, kids or family section at Met, Met Stadium where the nuns would have uh, been seated during the game? Because... Uh, I'm just thinking what a buzzkill it would be if you've been pre-gaming out there for a couple of hours. You roll in there. You've already got your stumble on. Yep. And then your you seatmate is a nun. Yeah, that would that'd be tough. Anything new, sis? I, I, in my mind's eye, I can still see them. They had their own section. 
you would not have been seated with a nun if you had your stumble on. You would have been <laughs> going to your own seat. But yeah, yeah the twins had, uh, they used to have some weird stuff. They had a fly-in day. I remember that. What? If you had a private plane, you know, a little Cessna or something, yeah, you flew yeah. in. So uh, all these... Uh, MSP or to like the parking lot? Probably uh, Flying Cloud. Oh, and okay. And then all these pilots, uh, you know, farmers who happen to have a plane and come to the game. They had Nuns Day. They had Dairy Days where people would milk a cow. Uh, and You're missing one very important day, which was uh, uh, very well attended. Halter top. I was just going to yeah. I was going to ask a shirt optional day. Yeah. Was there any now, now, or, or left booze them out day? Right. Now that's very interesting. That is very interesting. Do you think major league clubs still have a halter top day? Oh god, no. And I would say Jeez. no. I would bet you 5 bucks that Dodgers don't have a halter top day <laughs> because that would be somehow misogynistic, but they had a day where they were willing to bring these crackpot nuns in there. Hmm. You know what we should do in protest? We should have a GL halter top day where all five no, of I, us. No, I'm not no. endorsing that. No, Come we on. can't. Uh, I'll put it on. These, these are new times. <laughs> put on the halter. These are new times. I have a feeling we could make this happen pretty damn soon, Reavers. <laughs> yep. And you know what else we could do? Hey, should we have a halter top day at the fair? Oh, God. Let's, let's go yes. Porky, Pig, Porky Pig Day. Pants optional. Uh-huh. Well, if you want some new GL gear, ladies and gentlemen, right now is the time. It's the 30th anniversary Garage Logic sale. The online store is open, and some of you have already taken advantage of this. Town council members do receive a 10% discount. We got a few emails. You got to be a member of the town council to get the 10% discount because a couple yeah. of emailers had uh, sent that. Sent I that did in. not know that. I uh, yeah, that, if you listen to the message, business is me. gangbusters <laughs> yeah. in the uh, town uh, shop. So here's the deal: uh, the following items are now available in t-shirts, long sleeve tees, hoodies, and women's sizes. The standard GL, NAC hardware, two cycle Auto Works, University of Garage Logic, the GL Fire Department, and the Failed Academy. They're all there for you. Find out more at garagelogic.com. You'll see the 30th anniversary shop right there on the main if, page. If, uh, if I may interject here one thing, there still is a halter top day at Royal Stadium. Really? Well, however, it's just a giveaway. They give away Kansas oh. City Royal halter oh, tops. Oh, you're not wearing I, them to I the... suppose you could go in the bathroom and change if you wanted to, but no, well, you just left field. John, yeah. John, while you're idling yes, there, uh, while you're in <laughs> idle, uh, yes. look up what days the Dodgers have. Oh, the promotions, what days sure. they have. Gotcha, sure. Because they're the mean, right in the epicenter of the woke. In the meantime, yeah. uh, let me continue with old business. You'll recall that last week during the uh, This Day in History, which by necessity must conclude each show, we had the uh, 1981 tornado that went through the heart of the Twin Cities. Mm-hmm. Hit Harmar and went up that yeah. way in Roseville. And, and uh, that tornado changed history can any of you can any of you recall why that tornado changed history something about building development maybe something well about- this uh, john s has a really great point uh well he said don't mention my last name you just said s you're yeah, good well, he didn't provide his last name so i didn't i didn't <laughs> announce Silverman. it Silverman. 
Thanks for the nearly 40 years of great radio. I discovered KSTP-AM as a teen in the mid-80s, and while others my age listened to FM radio, I was listening to Bruce Williams, Bernard Meltzer, Don Vogel, and MNST. I clearly remember where I was when you came on the air to announce that Don Vogel had passed away. I've been with you since. I live in the Orlando, Florida metro now and listen to the podcast as I float in my pool in Sheriff Grady Judd country. I don't know what that means. Oh, the uh, the sheriff we played on the show oh. from Florida. In your June 14th podcast, the Traveling Lyman's report me- uh, mentioned the 1981 Metro Tornado. I recall that tornado, too. There is an important footnote to this story that I wanted to share with you. In 1981, our malls and side malls were filled with great stores that sold high-quality, hi-fi stereo equipment. I used to love going into those stores and listening to the wonderful stereo equipment, turntables, cassette players, receivers, headphones, and speakers, speakers, speakers. I even loved the smell of those stores. The Twin Cities had stores like Shock Electronics and Audio King. Oh, my gosh. There was Radio Shack, of course, with their realistic speakers and sizes for every need. And even the mall anchor stores like Sears and Dayton's had significant electronics departments where one could linger, browse, and dream. The stereo store I least enjoyed visiting was the sound of music i didn't like the feel of the place uh, what they sold and how they sold it i just wasn't a fan because i never thought they did much traffic i always expected to see a going out of business sign the next time i drove by their store the 1981 tornado changed the sound of music store you know what it changed it into yes don't say it okay Sound of Music Store. The Sound of Music sold their salvageable inventory in a fire sale like Tornado Sale. The sale was a hit, uh, and they made more money in those few days than they normally sold in a month. The Sound of Music started to have regular Tornado Sales, where they promised that the consumer would get the best buy. The Sound of Music soon changed their business model as a result of what they learned from selling the tornado damage items, and they eventually changed their name to Best Buy. The emergence of Best Buy as a discounted electronics retailer very quickly killed many of my favorite mall hi-fi stereo stores and changed the whole industry. That tornado had a long-lasting impact. Thanks. Now, time to jump in the pool and listen to today's podcast. A few weeks ago, I was at a Disney World African-American-themed resort, and around the corner in a remote hallway was a guy wearing a GarageLogic T-shirt. I stopped and let him know I was a fellow GLer. What a small world this is sometimes. My best, John. Huh. That's the, I remember that. That was the start of Best Buy was that tornado. Dick Schultz. Yeah, and he put the stuff out on the sidewalk, remember? And called it tornado sale. Mm-hmm. And that stuff hmm. went flying off the sidewalk, and he thought, hmm. Interesting. What what was the store called before that? Sound of Music. You know the Sound of Music That's from right. Screen yeah, and Thank State. you very much. <laughs> thank you very much. The Sound of Music. The hills are Best on. Buy. And that's a great story of American capitalism. You know what? And it turned Dick Schultz into the Schultz Foundation, which is a very generous foundation. And they give us about ten grand to Second Stork every year. Oh, he's a charitable guy. Yeah, he really... The whole crew up there is just fantastic. Along with Lee Anderson, I think he gives a lot of money to St. Thomas. And he never went to St. Thomas, but he walked through the campus no, all the time. The Schultz hmm. School of Business. Yeah. Yeah. 
downtown yeah. Minneapolis. Well, that's capitalism for you. A tornado comes through, and rather than get depressed, you put your, you know what you put on? Your thinking cap. Your thinking cap. How am I going to make lemonade out of these lemons? That's right. Yeah. He put on his thinking cap, yep. and the next thing you know, Best Buy. Got it. Could you imagine the climate hysteria that would take place if someone dared to have a tornado sale? Wouldn't the climate activists go nuts? Well, the activists might, but that's been done. Who cares? So right. No one can, you know, you could try it again, but uh, uh, you need you need a better mousetrap than that. He came up with the, the better mousetrap <coughs> of his era. And uh, now whoever well, comes up with the next big hit will have to come up with a better mouse. Don't cab. car dealers do that? Oh, hail sure. damage. Oh, the hail sales. Sure. Yeah. Hail sales, yeah. yeah. I do have the Knights, uh, Joe. Please. Uh, the Dodgers Knights. There's nothing uh, strange about any of them for the uh, rest of the year. Uh, we have a lot of heritage Knights, like Japanese Dodgers Heritage Knights, Salvadoran, Korean, Filipino, and Armenian Heritage Night. Got a lot of and those they, people out in L.A. Sure. Yep, they just honor uh, those uh, those folks. And then there's International Trading Card Day coming up. They also honor the teams in the area, like the Rams and Lakers. They have their own nights okay. uh, at Dodgers, where they give out uh, jerseys, baseball jerseys with Lakers and Rams things. Uh, they have a women's night. Well, well they, uh, oddly, oddly enough, that pairs with Ecuadorian night. That's right. Because the uh, women love Ecuador. Yes. They have a uh, uh, luau night ticket pack where you get, of course, a Hawaiian shirt. Oh, boy. That's, that's coming up on July 5th. Worth so 29 they, cents. They also have a lot of bobblehead nights where they, I think they pretty much have a bobblehead for everybody on the roster. The next two coming up are Gavin Lux and Tony Gonsolin. So that tells you how many bobbleheads they hand out. But that's it. That's that's the rest of the year. They that's don't have the, a nun's night. Uh, there's no nuns night coming up, uh, no, into September. In no. fact, at the Twins games, I believe they were nuns days. Oh, a day game, During sure. Day. Yeah. Okay. You know, for Dodger Women's Night, maybe you could wear that shirt. Oh, wow. I don't even care. <laughs> First shot fired. First shot fired. Sheesh. Well, we had a uh, horrific, I'm just going to call it a murder. Uh, horrific murder of a motorist. Oh, who exited 35, ran a red light, and killed five young women. All, all five in the car died. And the driver of the car has been identified as Derek Thompson. That's the, he's the son of John Thompson. So the, uh, the behavior runs in the family. And Howard notes that he had to read the New York Post to get the Minneapolis News. The uh, Star Tribune, the Pioneer Press, and all three local major TV networks, to his uh, mind, have all elected to not report that the impaired driver that killed the five women was the son of former DFL rep John Thompson. That's not true. If I'm looking right at the Sunday paper, there's five paragraphs that identify him, who it was. Well, he said to his mind, uh, he, oh, he might have missed his paper apparently. Then, then, uh, and John Thompson, of course, is the same self-involved narcissist that threatened to burn down the neighborhood of Minneapolis Police President Bob Kroll. Uh, uh, what I, you know, what my reaction was when I heard who it was that killed these five gals. You weren't surprised. I wasn't surprised. Right. Bad record, too, but bad driving and well, just uh, Thank you for record. bringing that up, John, because he was sentenced to prison in California, correct? Uh, yes. Eight, eight years, yeah. right? Yeah. Eight years? 
Well, what, what, what the hell here? Why was he even out to begin with? Yeah. Well, you know, the temptation is to really play up the, the John Thompson angle. John Thompson wasn't driving the, the car. It was his kid. Uh, I would imagine the kid is about a poorly raised of a kid that you could find. John Thompson was a complete moron. Because the daughter also, didn't she have a driving incident not well, that the long daughter, ago? Yeah, and she called her father, who raced to the scene and began to hector the police as racists and leave my daughter alone. And I don't think anything ever came of that. Nothing no. did. I know it Nothing. didn't. And no. then all, wasn't she also, didn't the in the report, didn't the police smell marijuana? Uh, yes. Yes. But I don't know what became of that. Nothing did. Kenny was right. Not, not, absolutely nothing came of this. Tim Walls once said of Johnson, I'm sorry, Thompson, his fierce advocacy and commitment to his community is exactly what's needed in the state legislature right now. Walls, you've been wrong on just about everything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, this, is, uh, this is amazing. Five gorgeous young women. They're, I guess they were preparing. They were all Somali. They were preparing for a wedding. Now that could have been that could have been your sister. Yep. That could have yep. been anybody. Any one of us. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, this maniac barrels off the freeway at God knows what speed, runs the red light right there at Lake and Second, and uh, kills five people and, virtually instantly. And I saw some stuff this morning where we're now more. It seems that we're more mad about the video being released than we are about the fact that this guy killed five people. Uh, Joel, is it uh, Osman? Yes. He was angry and outraged at this video. Well, aren't Yeah. So am I, by the way. I just blocked Liz Collin and Alpha News. Screw them. Funeral hasn't even okay. happened. Okay. That's unbelievably disrespectful. And the only reason they did it is for political per- per- reasons and to get clicks, screw them. Okay, that's no ethics whatsoever. I'm I'm absolutely outraged. Where do you think the son of John Thompson got a seventy-five thousand dollar Cadillac Escalade? Woo! He was reportedly driving a Cadillac Escalade. Well, he, drug trade. I well, I'm not going to go. I that mean, far, I'm just but, guessing. I have no idea. But he has a right to buy an expensive. Well, vehicle. fine, but does he even work? I don't know that. I mean, he's a lifelong criminal. You can draw your own conclusion, but I don't know. I have no idea if he was gainfully employed. Nothing, no idea. And there, as I was beginning to say, there, there's nothing to mine here by going after John Thompson. Uh, the irony is unmistakable that John Thompson, this poorly behaved, foul character who only got in the legislature because the people who voted for him didn't know what they were doing and just voted because he had DFL behind his name. It was our guy Strominger running, right? Yes. Against John Thompson. And then T- John Thompson, uh, thankfully, was uh, un- was not elected for a second term. Because he lost the endorsement. Yeah, and once you get the DFL endorsement, as we now know, in the metro area, you're good to go. Yeah. And he didn't get it, and he should not have gotten it. And uh, he he's disappeared uh, only to be confronted by this dreadful situation uh, where his kid comes off a freeway at 100 miles an hour. I, I shouldn't say that. I don't know how fast. 
but a trooper was trying to get him. But he wasn't being pursued because that part's a the little troop, unclear. The trooper, the trooper could not catch him. Okay. According to a report I'm reading from uh, John Hinderocker, uh, so he exits the freeway. He runs a he runs a red light, and then just by the grace of God, there were these five Somali women who get the who get attacked. They were murdered. Yeah. I don't know how else you could look at it. And then the idiot tried to run away and was hiding in a Taco Bell, and the cops got him. And apparently he got injured, but not enough to kill him. But there, it wasn't, Joe, an official pursuit. No, I think the patrol guy might have backed off. <clears throat> he um, realized, that, well, I'm not going to catch this guy. Yeah, and so lights and sirens weren't on, so it wasn't an official pursuit. Yeah. My new garage door guy isn't a guy. It's the whole company of guys. It's Precision Garage Door of the Twin Cities. They've taken care of uh, friends of mine. They uh, prevent accidents. You know that garage door, if it's creaking and groaning, get it checked out. You don't want to. You don't want to come out one day and and have your garage door not be able to open because some of those garage doors are heavy. You don't want it falling on your melon. Yep. So uh, these guys are great. Precision Garage Door of the Twin Cities. They're available twenty four seven. Just a minute. I I've, was always wondering about their telephone number, and I, I of course I want to share that with you because uh, where would this be? Probably on your phone. Uh, right here, and uh, you can call them anytime, twenty four seven, to book your appointment. They'll come to your residence at the first available opening to fix your garage door the right way. Uh, you can either go to uh, precisiondoormn.com or call 866-458-3412. They don't charge extra for weekends, and they're, they're full service from the garage door right to the remote, and they'll pair it to your car if you want. They'll there pair it go. to your phone. Because you don't know how to do that. I would have to have them do it, and uh, I certainly will the first time I have them out, and I'll have them out before winter. Because I always do a check before winter. I don't want to come out there when it's 20 below no. and not have the garage door work. So I'll be getting a hold of Precision Garage Door, serving the metro area and western Wisconsin. Find them uh, at precisiondoormn.com. KNL Surplus and Ammo is your one-stop shop for all firearms-related products and is the preferred choice among enthusiasts for over 25 years. Why? KNL Surplus and Ammo has one of the biggest selections of surplus and European calibers in the region, including 75 Swiss, 65 Swede, 765 Argentine, M1, Garand, 30-06, 8mm, and Mauser. KNL has a huge selection of non-corrosive ammo for vintage weapons. KNL Surplus and Ammo is veteran-owned and offers first responder and veteran discounts. Mention GL and receive a 10% discount. Find out for yourself why KNL Surplus and Ammo has been the choice of gun owners for over 25 years. Go to klgunstore.com. That's klgunstore.com. This guy wears many hats, just not indoors. Joe Souchere. Is this the one where you can hear John Height in the background say, sounds good. <laughs> is this new? This is the one that you were talking about. Dylan. I could listen to this kid play all day. 
fact, I'm, I'm going to. All right. <laughs> I think that's my cue. There's a little blue sky in there. Yeah, I used to. I would. Uh, yeah, I yeah. Would agree. It's very uh, melodic. Uh, and, and, gorgeous. And a bit of ska. That's the, oh, uh, he loves the ska bass line. The only thing he's been listening to lately is ska. I walk into the room and all I hear is... Makes me want to bounce. Uh-huh. Katie, before you take this, this over, though... pontoon music is what this is. Um, we do have to point out one problem with this video. Uh, Prod by Lost Gold is Dylan's Twitter account if you want to follow him. He's wearing a freaking Detroit Tigers hat. He, he likes the new hats, the ones with the weird designs. He doesn't uh, care what he's, uh You'll find he's a lot like his father. He's what? Just, when it comes to sports, he's a bastard. Just like his dad. <laughs> just like his pop. Wow. Good old dear dad. Uh, bugs on the windshield, grill, the bumpers. That ain't no big thing with the amazing Bugs Be Gone solution from Seafoam. It easily solves the hassle of scrubbing those bugs off the windshield and front bumper. You spray it on, it breaks up the sticky bond of bugs and crud, and then you wash it away with water. Here's the drill. You pull into the gas pump, right? Before you do anything, you always keep a spray bottle in the door pocket, right? So before you start pumping gas, spray some on the windshield. Then get the pump going, get it started, and then just wash your windshield like usual, like you always do. And the bugs wash away with ease. It's super simple. Bugs Be Gone is safe for all finishes. It's non-toxic, water-based formula. Leaves no film or haze when it dries, and the bugs are gone. We can use it on campers, motorcycles, boat services, uh, surfaces, your old junky pontoon. It works uh, on anything organic. Just spray it on, wait a few minutes, wash it off, and the bugs be gone. Just another wonderful product from our friends at Seafoam. I've been reading more about this Thompson fellow from uh, John Hinderocker at Powerline, Center of the American Experiment. Uh, According to media reports, Derek Thompson was sentenced to eight years in prison in 2020. So while his father was uh, threatening to burn down Hugo, uh, the kid was in California, uh, and he was sentenced... uh, to eight years in prison for a 2018 crash that left a woman in a coma. He was fleeing police when he hit a pedestrian and then fled on foot. But it's California, so he was let out in time to kill and destroy five other lives. Uh, we have a uh, Hinderucker. Uh, copied a tweet from someone named Latanya Reeves. I was going to bring this up, so I'm glad he did. Who writes, this was an accident, a tragic accident. Oh, well, you're wrong. Uh, miserable souls always want to find, miserable souls always want to find a way to make it political. Uh, I Okay. My prayers are with the family. I can't imagine what they are going through. John must be so upset just as the Somali community is, tragedy all around. Uh, so who is this woman? Uh, who's, Can you please give me the spelling? Because I was going to look up her account, and I, I will tell you exactly who she is. Oh, I know who she is. Yeah. L-A-T-O-N-Y-A, Latanya Reeves, R-E-E-V-E-S. She is, among other things, the vice chair of the Minneapolis Civil Rights Commission, yep. an officer of AFSCME, and a member of the Minneapolis Community Commission on Police Oversight. She is also a the Minnesota DFL chair, right? 
I thought I saw that on that her, I don't know on her bio page. She's one of the people who provide oversight to the Minneapolis police while it tries to fight crime, and she and other bureaucrats like her get in the way. Five dead young women, all Somalis, aren't going to change her and their anti-police attitudes. And again, an anti-police attitude didn't have anything to do with this. Uh, this had to do with a uh, lifelong criminal who murdered five young women. It's not an accident. An accident would have been if he was stone-cold sober and uh, crushed his right front fender against a light pole. That might have been an accident. But this wasn't an accident. But the ideology of people like Latanya Reeves have long since, has long since been corrupted. And there was, there's really no surprise in what she's saying. Uh, we're supposed to, uh, uh, in her mind, uh, we're supposed to accept this as just a very unfortunate incident for all involved. No. I think it's an unfortunate incident for the five young women in a car who happened to be at the wrong place at the wrong time. It could have been you, Latanya, and then I wonder if your people would have been calling it a tragic accident. It could have been any one of us. Yep. So... Uh, uh, I am looking at the Ventura County Star story about when Thompson was uh, sent to prison in 2020. Uh, That chase involved uh, in his car. He had 17 pounds of marijuana Mm -hmm. and $20,000 in cash. Mm -hmm. Pounds? Somehow... Pounds, yes. Somehow, uh, with charges for that and charges for hitting a woman, putting her in a coma, and causing her brain trauma, he got eight years, but served what less than or a little more than three at the most, a little more than three years because it was February of 2020. What's Mary? uh, What's Mary Moriality going to do with this? Will this be a case where Keith is going to have to step in again, like he had to the last time? Because the public is not going to accept a kid glove approach here. Well, it's five murders. It's five murders, and this guy ought to be locked up for life. And you got your answer as to why he was driving a $75,000 vehicle, based on what John just told us. Rookie's head weighs less than 17 pounds. I mean... (laughs) You know, Kenny, based on what we said earlier about the release of the video, I just have a question about the proceedings of this. Will that affect the charging in this case? I'm not a lawyer. No, I don't see why it would. My definition, Joe, um, this crash versus accident thing has always been a pet peeve of mine. And my working definition, nobody else's, is an accident is something that is absolutely unavoidable and does not involve human error. Right. That's where virtually everything I report on is a crash or a wreck because it could have been prevented. Like an accident would be you're driving along, a tree falls, crushes your car, you're dead. Accident. Uh, through no fault of your own, a wheel mysteriously comes off, you hit a pothole, whatever, crashes into a vehicle. Kills the occupant. Right. This Acc- was not an accident. accident. This is definitely not an accident. This could have easily not happened. Easily. Yeah. Wow. So the next thing to watch for is Mary Morality. Mm-hmm. Mor- Morality. And, uh, you know, I'm sure she's but she's been so ideologically corrupted over the years that there, she'll be torn here. And there were also a lot of people who were just basically begging to start to blame the police for this. How could the police be blamed? Well, that's what I'm saying. They, you know, they're saying, "Well, should he have been chased?" Well, he wasn't being pursued. We, we he learned passed that. him uh, going 95. He passed the trooper, and the trooper couldn't catch up. That was an early argument right away, yeah. early on Saturday night. They were arguing and trying to blame police. No, it's uh, it's just lousy behavior. 
It's just lousy behavior. Lousy behavior that this kid's been getting away with all his life. God, look at the pictures of these. They're all young. Their life is just starting. They're all so happy in these pictures. Going to a wedding. What's Hannah? They were doing something. Tattoos. It's not tattoos. It's... They they do drawings on their hands. Oh, and they uh, they wash off. Yeah, but it it means a lot to the. Um, it's a ritual thing with their yeah. religion. That's fine, but you know, either graduating high school, just starting college, just happy, and yep. God, it's just so tragic. Well, and again, it could have been could have been anybody. Uh, no, not the hour. Right. But here we go. You always ask, what is it going to take? Right for people to start changing their tune in relation to crime in the in the in the Twin Cities. Well, if this isn't going to wake people up, then what the hell is? This is a direct result of the failed system that we have in place. Mm-hmm. And if people aren't going to wake up now, when will they? I saw. Uh, I I went to the Stone Arch Bridge Festival. <laughs> What? Well, let me... With flowers in your hair? You sound like me. Let me explain. (laughs) Having never been to one, but there was supposedly a British car display. Okay. It's the only reason I went. I got you. Okay, so I took the scooter. Number one, I thought it was on the St. Anthony Main area. It's not. It's not the It was across the river. It was in Minneapolis. So now in the midst of horrific traffic, I'm on this scooter... Trying to get across the Hennepin Avenue Bridge. Right. And then I'm taking a guess as to where this thing is. <laughs> and I work my way down there, and I see some white tents, and I see a bunch of motorcycles. Uh, and I was hearing a racket under me in my seat compartment. And I parked with some other motorcycles. I squeezed it in. I raised the seat. Well, the battery had fallen out because of all the bumps I was hitting in the bad road. So the battery's laying where the, you know, in the seat yeah. uh, compartment. I stuffed that back in. I fixed it when I got home. Then I walked down to the Stone Edge thing, and I instantly realized this is food and some really bad art. And yeah, and it was food. a multi-gender festival is oh, what it was. Sure. And it was terribly successful. What do you I mean, mean multi? Well, it was every Man, kind women, of, and other? Every kind of other you can think of. I <laughs> oh, mean, it, okay. was, other. it was the whole gamut, you know, of that <laughs> alphabet soup. And, and uh, I walked about, I don't know, 50 yards, and I thought, bleep this, because I'm not getting anywhere, and I, I see no car. Never did see a car. Okay. Never did see False a car. False advertising. Uh, it might have been there. And then, uh, but I wouldn't have known where to go. This was between the city and the river. You know, the, some buildings in the river. Right. Where that hotel is, that part? I don't oh, know. Oh, it's by the mill. It sounds yeah. like it's by the mill. Exactly. There's a museum called the Mill Museum. Yeah, yeah. where the stone yeah. arch comes yeah. out on the mini, yeah. yeah. And the Guthrie's it's, above. Yeah, it was so right in there. That bump, that here's bump here's a big group of all these guys got their Harleys, and here comes Joe. Yeah, because he thinks he's going to see two British cars parked <laughs> next to each other. This guy, so, this guy. So then I leave, and uh, yeah, I found that West River Parkway was a great way to leave. So right, I, I yeah. hugged that all the way. That worked out well. Had I known. Uh, that's the way I would have arrived sure. on West River Parkway, but I, I thought it was over by St. Anthony Mean. In any event, I began reading some uh, tweets over the weekend about 
uh, people, smarmy people saying, well, I guess I just spent time in another uncrowded Minneapolis or whatever, pointing out. There are people who want to be blind to the fact that Minneapolis has some problems. So every time there's something like the Stone Arch Festival, they point out, it was great, there was a lot of people, and and there there was, there was. Uh, that corridor that runs along the river, that might be very culturally healthy for all I know. There's restaurants there, museums, and the Guthrie's there, and some beautiful residences, and then there's the river. So that that might work just fine. Uh, how the fireworks uh, on Nicollet Mall are going to go, is, uh, to me, is a different question. But uh, it's not much of a story, except uh, I'll never do it again, mm. because even as much as I like looking at the cars... A, I couldn't find them. It was a lot of effort. And B, way too much effort uh, <laughs> to be trapped in the middle of an LGBTQIA 3 plus 2, 4, 5, 6, 7, Man, 8, 9, 10, what, red, what red, two, P, one. When was this? Yesterday? I went Saturday. Saturday. It All was right. Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. And then I read. You didn't even get anything to eat? No. And then I read <laughs> that the car part was canceled for Sunday because huh. of rain. Uh, the guys didn't want to bring their cars out. So that it tells me that they were there Saturday. Hmm. I don't know where the hell they were. All they were three there. of them. But All they were there. Might have been one. <clears throat> but they were there. You know, I think I speak for all of us by saying, Joe, thanks for letting us in. Yeah. Way um, do you think uh, part of the crime thing with Minneapolis, isn't a lot of this, the crime we're talking about occurring at night? After the crowds have thinned out, aren't you fairly safe in a big crowd? I wouldn't feel uh, unsafe at all going to a Twins game. Not at all. Well, how about the gal we had on the air who was mugged in broad daylight walking to the Guthrie? It was, what, 6 p.m.? Was 6 she, o'clock at night. Were there a lot of people around? There were people around, yeah. But as she turned and maybe found herself alone on a block, that's when the uh, predators struck. They looked around and realized that we might get away with this. Opportunity. Crimes of opportunity. Opportunity. And that's what they're looking for, by the way. They're looking for mostly a female who's alone. Right. Because they're they're, they're giant you-know-whats. There's not going to be roving criminals on the Stone Arch when Joe's stumbling up and down that thing looking for a British crap can. Yeah. (laughs) I I resent many things you just said. The entire sentence, The whole sentence was wrong. (laughs) Other than that. And I went right by 1111 Main Street. Was it Main? It'd be First Avenue, wouldn't it? What was co- it's a residence called first, the 11. First Street. Oh, yeah. Second and it's Street? gorgeous. Yes. I know a guy who lives in there. In fact, I know a couple. And uh, Real cheap they, real estate. Do they live together by any chance? No. And I, uh, <laughs> I just looked at it, and no offense to the people who live there, but you literally could not give me a place there to think hmm. that I have to get on an elevator and go down 10 floors or whatever to go outside would terrify me. I yeah. have to have access you're, to the you're outside. You're a complex man. You're it's complex not complex man. at all. Yes, yes, you are. I want to be able to open a door and I'm stepping outside. I couldn't live up in, a, up in, a, up in the higher ranges of that place. But it's gorgeous. I, I got news for you. They, I got it on good authority. They aren't giving those places away. No, it's yeah. horribly expensive. Yeah. 
There's a new building in left uh, beyond left field at Target Field. You would yeah. probably never live in then because it is Chris. How many stories? That's, oh, it's massive. Yeah, Kelsey, it's 50, 60 stories at least. Kelsey emailed me, and I think he was pointing out that building. He said, "Why don't you get a place there and you can watch Bucks and get hurt from your patio?" That's a good point. <laughs> yeah. That's a you good point. Aren't they? Weren't they involved in I don't, not litigation, but weren't they going back and forth with the twins? Because the twins didn't want that built there. Yeah. I thought I read that. <laughs> I, I don't recall that, okay. but it's uh, it's a weird look. Well, Matthew. to summarize, yes. it was a. I, I take it the Stone Arch Bridge Festival was a great success, a great success. Not for me. It just didn't work out Not for me. Not for you. Worked out for people who weren't looking for cars. The good food vendors you passed up. It would have been a really good job. Matt. Matt. Uh, That's half the battle, Matt. I, I, unlike you, the, yeah. the food wasn't paramount to me. I, I had eaten lunch already at home, and I wasn't looking for any food. It was yeah, one thirty. Some rusted out Triumph that's sitting there and leaking oil. <laughs> so that's a good car. Yeah, that. You want to cost me every weekend and my first wife. <laughs> the way uh, that, everything electronics. The way that Joe's on this top secret, um, um, I, I don't know what it is, this underground line where he knows where all the British cars are going to be. Uh, you're kind of the same way with the food, right, Matthew? You've yes. got some kind of top secret hotline and you just know where the food trucks are going to be? Uh, I, and you do all the research ahead of time? Yep. In fact, uh, there was, what was it, in Invergrove Heights, there was, a, there was two or three food trucks just Pulling up in the uh, middle of a lot, it was a pizza joint, a Mexican joint, and it was an Asian. Come on down, bring the fans. I see yeah. you. I see you following them, flashing your headlights, trying to get them to pull over. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and then I do woo, woo, woo. food police. <laughs> I have a piece from the New York Post that says a 71-year-old man has been arrested for allegedly starting a devastating massive forest fire in Yosemite National Park that was previously thought to have been caused by climate change. Ah. <laughs> Edward Frederick Wackerman of Mariposa, California, was busted Friday. What's the date of this piece? Uh, June 18th. That's, that's today, isn't it? No, today's the 19th, so this is yesterday. Yeah. Uh, was busted Friday on suspicion of arson for allegedly igniting the Oak Fire, which destroyed 127 homes, caused thousands of people to evacuate, and ravaged 20,000 acres of vegetation in July of 2022. The suspect is facing charges of suspicion of aggravated arson, arson that causes great bodily injury, and arson causing damage or destruction of inhabited structures, the California Department of Forestry said. Uh, it isn't clear how Wackerman may have started the fire or what led to his arrest. Uh, Ed Wackerman is facing several felonies, including aggravated arson. These charges carry serious legal consequences, and the district attorney is committing uh, committed to ensuring a fair trial and upholding justice. This is according to uh, Mariposa County District Attorney uh, Walter Wall. Uh, two points, and I'll, I'll end this. One... It'd be interesting to follow this to see if he gets more time than Derek Thompson got for mowing down a pedestrian. Mm. Because A, this guy's white, and uh, B, it was mother that was affected, not a human. 
Mother Mother Earth was affected. That raises eyebrows. That that could be a big problem for this crackpot yeah. in California. A, you're white, and B, you you toyed with mother here. You you toyed with trees. Yeah. And plants. Owls. Think of the displaced owls. Yeah. So they're they're undergoing review of this and uh it was a massive blaze that affected six thousand people. Uh no one was killed. But the fire-injured firefighters scorched 30 square miles of land and destroyed 127 homes and 66 outbuildings. The smoke from the fire drifted more than 200 miles, reaching Lake Tahoe, parts of Nevada, and the San Francisco Bay Area. And uh, we, of course, were calling that climate change. Uh, And the second point I was going to make is... uh, when I when I write something about nature is uh, nature was responsible for those fires in Canada, it was either nature or arson or poor forest management, but it's it's amazing to me how many people are really desperate to believe mm-hmm. that it's caused by climate change. Yep, and you know you are an idiot, and people have devoted their scientific lives to this. And you don't know what you're talking about. This is climate change. Why are people so desperate to want to to just to hold that close to them and say we're ruining the climate? And are so Have you ever offended. been driven outside by fossil fuels? No. Has the use of fossil fuels ever caused you to shut your windows? Hell no. Well, forest fires do. Right. Hurricanes do. Volcanic eruptions do. That's all nature. Tornadoes. I don't know if you saw this, but uh, over the weekend, the Biden administration did announce that by 2025, all wildfires must be electric. They have to be. Right. Yeah, that's a oh, good. They, okay, and I think that was wise of him. Yeah. But boom, boom, boom. Took me a minute. John, I got you to laugh. That was a Babylon B headline. Ha ha. <laughs> you got me. <laughs> Say if you're facing a tough time in life, like the parents of these five young women who were murdered by a a murdering driver, uh, I recommend that you get a hold of Mueller Memorial. Uh, For three generations, the Mueller family has been handling tough times. Um, I know the Mueller family. I've known them uh, all my life, literally all my life. They were neighbors. I know Scott Mueller well. And uh, for funerals and cremations, I cannot think of better people to turn this into a celebration of a life well lived. These are frightening and anxious times. But when you get old, when Mueller gets a hold of you, if things change, things lighten up a lot. Things tend to look better at the end of the day. Uh, they know what they're doing. They've been doing it a long time. I know it's not fun to deal with this, but when you learn what's involved and when you let Mueller get done with you. Mm-hmm. you uh, Let him do what he needs to do. You'll feel like you've been to a uh, some sort of therapy session. Yeah. And they uh, they take care of everything. It's just a, a wonderful outfit. They're great people. I've used them. You don't want to use them often. No. You, know. you don't want to go to the well too often. But you you, you know when you got to use them? When you need to. And you don't know when that use is. Use them for the dad. Use them for the mom at the old-fashioned bar for the mom. Yeah. She probably had a Benson and Hedges going right there in the <laughs> in the pine box. Uh, get a hold of Mueller at Mueller Memorial 
Not a Garage Logic Town Council member. Here's what you're missing. So I've avoided it for seven weeks, but today I bought my first pack of gum. And read the uh, email from the sales no. guy, Ron. Yeah, I talked to him about it. His name isn't Ron. For a hundred dollars. His last name's Ron. Well, um, I got that right. You did. <laughs> so I've discovered what chewing gum does. Nothing. It makes you cocky because you got this. Hey, how you, how hey. you doing, huh? You know, it makes you, you got a problem. Hey, hey, old man. Hey. You gonna step up? You want to dance, old man? Yeah. Let's go. You see that with a lot of uh, youth baseball coaches, Kenny. They do the, the gum chewing. Chewing hey, the gum. Hey, hey, hey. hey watch hey. a pitch here. Go behind the scenes of Garage Logic with unfiltered audio and video access, invites to exclusive events, an emailed newsletter from the mayor himself, and more by signing up at garagelogic.com. Yeah, my. Reavers might be off his game now. Uh, hang on. <laughs> it's the end of the world as we What's know it. Clarence and doing he feels show? fine. Joe Sujerking. Uh, I would like to talk about Moon Motorsports here, but first I want to know what our uh, Minnesota State Fair preparations, uh, how they're going. Uh, do we have anything booked? Are we going to be oh, there? Guess galore. Uh, what what's going on here, uh, Suji Don't boy? even don't even go there. You 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 let me down. Something. I know I don't call me at you. I know I did. <laughs> Well, what are we going to do? I got a gal in mind. We're going to check. You know what he just gave me? He gave me the, I'm not mad, I'm disappointed. Here's the deal, though, Joe. Everybody that around us, they all have other jobs. There is one guy he on the, there is one guy on the staff, however, that his job is to do GL stuff. That's his only job. I, I, I feel I so bad for wow, Chris. I'm, I'm, I can't kick like, him when he's down. Standard. Oh, let's not worry about it. <laughs> Chris, well, Chris you all the what? bad stuff I've said about you, I'm sorry. I feel That's bad. Okay. It'll be okay. <laughs> It'll work out. It'll, It'll, be work. Okay. It'll work out. It'll be fine for me and John and Matthew, but yeah. uh, <laughs> That's all right. the two of you might. Uh, right. Moon Motorsports, they're, uh, they're up there in Monticello. Uh, they're known to us Power Sports fans as the most exciting showroom in the region. 11 major brands on hand with the service and parts departments that'll help us get the most out of our machines. One of the brands up there, very popular uh, at Moon, Triumph. Triumph Motorcycles, very extensive range of models uh, from modern retro-designed cafe racers to sports bikes to adventure motorcycles. I think our guy, the uh, fireworks commissioner, had himself a Triumph for a, a stretch there. Um, yeah, at a Bonneville. Yeah, so you know Triumph motorcycles, not just stunning to look at, but an absolute blast to ride. You can see them at moonmotorsports.com, or even better, plan a visit to Moon Motorsports. They're just west of the Twin Cities in Monticello, south side of 94, west of 25. And uh, if you've never been there before, your breath will be taken away the first time you stroll through the do- uh, doors. Very cool showroom there. And they have a cool deal coming up this weekend for you adventure and travel riders. Novelist and adventure rider radio personality Sam Manicom will be at Moon this coming Saturday, June 24th. Free event presentation there. Moon Motorsports, ATVs, side-by-sides, adventure motorcycles, the brand leader. Check them out, moonmotorsports.com. I might get another bike, not to ride. What? Just to look at they make great garage art. Oh, what would that be? It's got to be something no longer in business, right? No, I something would no, restored. I don't care if it's new. I oh. I'm not I'm not worried anymore about an antique bike. I I'd, I'd get a Royal Enfield or something or Yeah. 
Just to look at it? I've got a little... Bloom steer me to something? No, a wall hanger. I've got a little wall hanger I had when I was a kid that I've been intending to hang up in the shop. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, my heirs could sell that a long time from now. Right. And, uh, you know, a zero-mile brand-new bike. When you're off to Mueller. Yeah. Right. Mueller's dealing with that. That is a brilliant idea, Suge. Yeah, it is. Here's John Height. Thank you, Joe. Uh, More details of the story we've talked about a lot today. A prayer and burial ceremony for the five young women killed Friday night in that crash on Lake Street is set for this afternoon. Community support for 17-year-old Sabrina Ali, 20-year-old Sara Gassaid, 20-year-old Salma Abdikadir, 19-year-old Sagai Hersey, and 19-year-old Siham Adam has raised hundreds of thousands of dollars already. Yes, I, I don't mean this untoward in any way. Are all Somali girls' names, do they begin with S? I, I'm serious. I don't know. That's interesting I because uh-huh. these all do. Yeah. Huh. Look that up, Brooke. I don't think that's true because you got like Fatima. Uh, you're Fatima. right. Fatima. Yeah. Never mind. I think it was just irony that all five had an S yeah. name. And I was going to say, well, I know my son goes to school with a Somali girl and her name begins with an F. Okay. Never yeah. mind. It's probably a silly question. Police say this all happened about 10.15 Friday night after a car blew through a red light at Lake Street and 2nd Avenue and slammed into the car, carrying all the victims. All of them, according to authorities, died at the scene. According to to multiple sources, the suspect is Derek John Thompson, the 27-year-old son of former DFL State Representative John Thompson. Thompson had previously pleaded guilty to fleeing police and causing a crash in Montecito, California in September 2018. In that case, Thompson, who was 22 at the time, was fleeing from Ventura police and hit a pedestrian before he bailed on foot. Two passengers in Thompson's vehicle, one from Maplewood and the other from Newport, were arrested, but Thompson was not found at the time. More than 17 pounds of marijuana and $20,000 in cash were found in the trunk of the vehicle. Eventually, Thompson was arrested in St. Paul by the St. Paul Gang Task Force. Leaders of the Dar Al Farouk Islamic Center say they were all on their way home from a shopping trip. The girls, that is, picking up items for a friend's wedding that was set to happen on Saturday. Mm. They had the young women were all longtime members of the community. Some of the women talking to their parents just 15 minutes before that crash happened. Holy man. Good Lord. Um, you were wondering about the Cadillac that he was driving, Joe. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shannon, Allegedly. Shannon Anderson is a member of the Garage Logic Town Council, and she says that the Cadillac was apparently a rental. Oh. Which, I, which I remember. I, well, I remember reading that over oh, the weekend oh, as well. Wow. So thank you, Shannon. Hmm. Minneapolis City Council directing staff members to research the potential costs of implementing the recent consent decree agreement with the city and the U.S. Department of Justice. Results of the DOJ investigation were released on Friday. Federal investigators said they found a disturbing pattern of racial bias and use of excessive force by Minneapolis police, which violated the civil rights of citizens. According to the Washington Post, the city of Seattle has averaged yearly expenses of about $10 million to implement their consent decree. In Albuquerque, New Mexico, the Albuquerque Journal reported that city spends about $3 million per year over the first eight years of its consent decree with the DOJ. That began back in 2014. The chair of the Minneapolis City Council Public Safety Committee, Latricia Vital, told our friends at Five Eyewitness News the city needs to get an idea of what the cost will be because the 2024 budget process starts in August. Batas said in the end, no matter what the dollar amount becomes, it'll be money well spent to reform MPD. She said, I'm ready to know what the figure is going to be and 
it's time for us to do the work. I think everybody here is willing to pay so that our department is better. Mayor Jacob Fry submits his proposed 2024 budget to the City Council on August 15th. Star Tribune reporting a Coon Rapids man is admitted to taking part in a $1.29 million romance fraud scheme that targeted the elderly. 42-year-old Solomon Wilfred pleaded guilty in U.S. District Court in St. Paul last week to mail fraud in connection with the scam, which ran from about June 2020 through March of 2021. Federal sentencing guidelines call for him to receive a term anywhere from just shy of three and a half to four and a half years in prison. However, federal judges have discretion. According to court records, Wilfred and others used false personas, like acting like a senior U.S. diplomat or military official, and found their victims on various online social media apps. The perps then pursued a romantic connection with the victims and asked them for money on the false premise of a pressing financial need. At times, the co-conspirators would introduce their victims to an intermediary who would corroborate the false persona's story and help in defrauding the victims. The victims eventually were directed to send large sums of money by mail or other means to a specified name and address. According to the charges, Wolford received over 400 packages containing about $1.3 million during the scheme. Wow. Yeah. He would keep some of the proceeds and shared the rest with other scheme participants. How old uh, are the candidates? It just says elderly, Joe. It doesn't uh, go into... That'd be a usage. Did you fall for that scam? I'm wondering. I I did send in some money. Aren't you already married to somebody who takes all your money? That's right. (laughs) I thought she supplied all the money. Oh, yeah. Yeah, She's married to the... Independently wealthy. She's married to the scammer. Yeah. Yeah. The wildfire smoldering in the Boundary Waters Canoe Area Wilderness since last week was caused by a human, officials with the Superior National Forest says. Not climate change, John? Not climate change. The Forest Service detected the Spice Lake fire June 13th. Uh, On Monday, it was 80% contained within created fire perimeters and 22 acres in size. Federal fire investigators visited the area Saturday to determine a cause and continue to investigate. Although the area did not get any rain over the weekend, fire activity has been minimal, according to the Forest Service. A 19-person hotshot crew finished its work up, but more than a dozen firefighters remain in the area. A closure order for the area, effective last Friday, prohibits visitors on approximately 100,000 acres of trails, portages, rivers, and lakes surrounding the fire. The Forest Service said the closure area is so large because it takes a long time to paddle it and the capacity for extreme fire behavior and excessive fuel conditions all lend to large fire growth potential. Traffic signals, they're not always smart enough to stay green when there's a lot of vehicles trying to get through an intersection, but here in Minnesota, they might be in the future. Researchers with the University of Minnesota's Center for Transportation Studies have been testing a new method for signal timing in which an algorithm measures traffic volumes at an intersection in real time, then Hmm. tells the controller which direction to grant a green light. The system, called max pressure signal timing, has been found to significantly improve traffic flow by allowing more vehicles through a single green light, according to researcher researcher Michael Levin, an assistant professor in the U.S. Civil, Environmental, and Geoengineering Department. Uh, Now, this stall was devised back in 2013 at the University of California. Uh, It could take a while to get here. Uh, He wrote it has a high potential for use in Minnesota, but they'd have to do a lot of testing to see how it would work. Why not just run the light? 
Nobody's coming. Just run it. Just go. Go, 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 go. That would, that would screw up the algorithm, wouldn't it? <laughs> That's did, the whole point. Did I also read that we're going to put in the traffic cameras to give tickets now uh, in the in the city? I think they're thinking I think that about can it. already happen. Uh, I, I thought that was determined to be illegal about 10, maybe 15 years ago because they were doing that in St. Paul. Oh, they were. I didn't know that. Right, guys? You know, what the suburbs, at it, yes. uh, you know what the suburbs must spend their money on? What? Huh. Streets? Athletic fields. Oh, yeah. With lights and uh, really nice backstops. Not and, a lot of trees, though. I know. No trees. But they're not hiring new diversity directors. They're building playgrounds. Mm, and they have nice yeah. streets. What is the obsession with roundabouts, even when roundabouts aren't needed? Uh, they remind the planners of their of European charm. I've got a couple of roundabouts going in where it's never, ever, ever been an issue getting through that intersection. Not only that, but they're never, ever, ever really safe because we're the dumbest state to try to put <laughs> well, a roundabout in. Right. <laughs> I, I, and this is I'm pro roundabout. Uh, when when Good four for people when four people. Tommy. Listen to me. When four people... Shut up and listen. (laughs) Reavers, you want to interrupt here, Matt? When four people who know how to handle a roundabout hit that thing at the right speed, it is absolutely fun and delightful. What's that happen about twice a year? Thank you. That's exactly what I was going to say. So many people like try to take a left or they stop in the roundabout or they do it wrong. What what do I do now? If you know how to do it, it's fun. The other thing, I, I love roundabouts, but the thing I hate is if you're going to go right and not the straight way use yeah. your blinker just turn your blinker on so that the car here knows and can go okay uh, 95 <laughs> runs north and south along uh the, the st croix. croix yeah yeah and i heard that when they put in the roundabouts there uh not enough consideration was taken for semis for uh, hauling big boats out of yeah. those marinas. Oh. Yep. And they couldn't get them through the roundabouts. Yep. Now what now what wow. that resulted in I don't know uh, if they had to rebuild them or what. Yeah, but they mm-hmm. your big yachts they, they weren't getting through there. No. Yeah. Huh. These we are the topics have, that I, I I miss when we could take calls about you know people calling in with their round would be so fun yeah. right now <laughs> exactly, yeah. we just sit back turn the mics off <laughs> that's we do have, have some, uh, some more news coming up but uh, if we can tear him away from his uh, you know what's worse than roundabouts mosquitoes hate yeah. him hate yeah. him why they were out last night and this weekend boy were they in business that's why you got to get on the schedule with our friends at Mosquito Shield it's owned and operated by a couple of GLers. It's a father and son team, Ray and Mike, that own two franchises right here in the Twin Cities. And they're going to take great care of you and your yard all summer long. And they usually do that uh, up until about, you know, September, October when the mosquitoes and ticks go dormant. Here's the deal. Getting rid of those guys, that's their expertise. They're not like other pest control companies that also spray for bugs. They focus on the mosquitoes and the ticks only. They want you to choose when it's time to go inside, not the mosquitoes and ticks. So find them online right now, moshield.com, moshield.com, and you just put in your zip code, and you're going to find them. Or give Kelsey and Mike a call directly at 612-619-1556. You mentioned GL, and you are going to get $50 off your service. 
just around the corner, we're looking at 90 degrees, and it's probably going to get a little humid. You want to make sure that you have your air conditioning unit up and running. And I mean right now, don't wait until it's 92. Get in touch with Welter Heating, online at welterheating.com. Go old school. Call them. Write this number down, 612-825-6867. Yes, that's a Minneapolis number. They've been in Minneapolis for the last 100 years, and that's four generations. So they know exactly, as technology has changed, uh, their techs have changed, too. They need to be certified, so if you have a problem, go with something tried and true, like the Welter family. They're wonderful. Again, located right in the heart of Minneapolis, whether it's an air conditioning unit, the furnace that you're closing down for the year, or if air purification systems, they know what they're doing. 612-825-6867, or go online to welterheating.com. Air condition your shelter with Ray Ann Welter. Latte Schmate. Here's Joe Suchere. $4,199. That's the final price on the Toro 54-inch My Ride Zero Turn. The final price. That's with a big rebate of $500 from Toro and Tri-State Bobcat of Burnsville, Hudson, and Little Canada. And to make it even better, that rebate can be used in tandem with a 0% financing for 42 month, uh, months, months deal. Uh, and that $500 Rebate? Actually, it's available on most standard My Ride Time Cutter Zero Turn mowers right now, except for the Havoc. The final price on the 50 inch Time Cutter, that's $37.99 with a whole bunch of warranty piled on top of it. Tri State Bobcat and Toro, uh, they have a special five year warranty. Uh, it's a $460 value. Pretty good deals from uh, Toro and Tri-State, courtesy of uh, Tri-State. We're getting closer and closer. They're going to be open soon. They're stocking up, scrubbing the floors, hanging stuff on the walls. I'm talking the Tri-State location on Highway 8 in St. Croix. All the same equipment you can find at the other locations will be there in St. Croix Falls. Uh, you'll find Tri-State, Hudson, Little Canada, Burnsville, and Mankeys in Owatonna. Oh, and the website, swing over to tristatebobcat.com. In other news, uh, at least six people, including a Pennsylvania state trooper, killed a lot of shootings this weekend. Uh, shooting in suburban Chicago, 23 injured, one dead. There was one in Washington State, Pennsylvania, St. Louis, Southern California, and Baltimore. As of Sunday evening, none of the weekend events fit the definition of a mass killing because fewer than four people died at each location. However, the number of injured in the cases does match the widely accepted definition of mass shootings with multiple injuries in all of those shootings. Did that change, John? Because I wondered uh, about that over the weekend. I thought it used to be three was the definition I of a mass shooting. three is the definition of a mass shooting. Three people killed. Yes. Okay. Mm. Yeah. U.S. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken met on Monday with Chinese President Xi Jinping and they said they agreed to stabilize badly deteriorated U.S.-China ties. But America's top diplomat left Beijing with his biggest ask rebuffed better communications between the militaries. Yet Blinken and Xi did pronounce themselves satisfied with progress made during the two days of talks without pointing to any specific areas of agreement beyond a mutual decision to return to a broad agenda for cooperation and competition endorsed last year by Xi and President Biden at a summit in Bali. According to a new Gallup poll, Republican voters are moving to a new view on same-sex relations, saying it's immoral. 
In the survey conducted last month, just 41% of Republicans say that gay or lesbian relations are morally acceptable. That's a 15% drop from 2022, the largest single-year change in the past two decades. Democratic approval also fell, but only six points from 85 to 79%. Independents, who say same-sex relations are morally acceptable, has remained pretty much steady in recent years, and that includes this latest poll, with 73% expressing approval in 2023 compared to 72 percent last year. The sharp drop in support among some Americans follows an especially aggressive year of anti-LGBTQ rhetoric and politics on the nation's front. Federal judge issuing a protective order today, barring former President Trump from disclosing or keeping any evidence set to be turned over to him by the government in the classified documents case. The order against Trump and Walt Nauta, his co-defendant in the criminal case, allegedly uh, alleging he mishandled national security info, prohibits them from sharing evidence that federal investigators are set to begin turning over as part of the discovery process in that case. <clears throat> this used to be one hell of a country. <laughs> Way back when, huh, Papa Joe? And now you look and you got presidential candidates, Biden and Trump, again. Did you see uh, Fetterman trying to introduce oh my God. Uh, Biden at the site of yes. the collapsed uh, interstate? Yep. Uh, he shouldn't be in Congress. No. You know. He also had a lot of comments about the I-95 uh, bridge collapse. Yep. Yeah. He was... I, I was trying to find it quickly, but it's... You, did you see the uh, audio and video of uh, Mr. Biden with Eva Longoria? Yeah. I did not see that uh, one. She had to take his hands oh. and keep his hands away from her upper swimsuit area. Oh. Jesus. The guy's a creep. He's just a creep. Did he, was he asking her who her favorite magician was? No. David Copperfield? David no. Copperfield. What, what, was he going in for the come in Rangoon he deal? He, if, he, if she had not stopped him, uh, he would have got a little side boob. I'll tell you that. He was, he was going for the sides. And then he we're going to win and we're going to help. We have plans to build a railroad from the Pacific all the way across the Indian Ocean. That's right. We have plans to build in, 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 in Angola, one of the largest solar plants in the world. Yeah. I can go on, but I'm not. I'm going off script. I'm going to get in trouble. Yeah. If this guy was sitting in the Legion, the bartender would cut him off. Yep. But she, uh, she literally had to take his and force his hands away. No, Joe. No, no, no. No. Wow. No, I no, mean her, her talking to him. Oh, yeah, yeah. A search mission. This is a weird story uh, because it's it doesn't appear to be making much leeway, but I checked and it's on several websites. A search mission is underway for a submarine that takes tourists to visit the Titanic shipwreck. 250 grand a ticket, John. The sub went missing today, yep. apparently, according With to the BBC. People mm -hmm. in it? Well... We're not sure, actually. The iconic shipwreck sits 12,500 feet at the bottom of the Atlantic Ocean. Foghorn that, please. Oh, I got oh, it. Yeah. I said iconic. That's, that's, I'd call that the proper use. It is, but all, all foghornable uh, words have been distorted from their proper use. So they have that's no why they get foghorned. Use. Well, that's not the word's fault. That's the way we do it here, and if you don't like it, shut the hell yeah. up. Go to Russia. <laughs> <laughs> North, North, North Korea. North yeah. Korea. Korea. Yeah. <laughs> Earlier today, some uh, com some comments about uh, the uh, tragic uh, accident in 
995, and if you want to make any comments with respect to that, feel, feel free, you're recognized. Fetterman. Uh, no, I, I, I uh, would, would, would just um, Jesus. really like to, you know, the 95, 95, 95. What? You know, um, you know, obviously, the, you know, you're pretty much preoccupied with, with 95. And I, I certainly am, too. And we know it's a major uh, eatery, not, not just for, for Pennsylvania, but for the East, the East Coast. What? And a lot of Pennsylvanians are worried that the delays and repairs bring to its standstill. Is that real? Yep. Yeah. He's had a stroke, and yep. uh, people apparently don't care about him. I mean, those closest to him don't care about him. Because he's making a fool of himself, and he's not capable at this moment of being a congressperson. So when he said 95, 95, 95... He has no control over that, right? Right. Well, we don't know. It, it, it's almost like a Tourette's thing post, um, stroke. post stroke, right? He dresses very poorly too. Well, he's wearing a suit in this particular yeah, video. But when he was introducing Biden, he had the hoodie on. Right. That's kind of his thing, though. And his dress tennis That's shoes. True. I just yeah. saw the video of uh, <laughs> Biden and Longoria. I'm not exaggerating, that. am I? No, no. She <clears throat> pulled his hands and like, nope, a little lower. Yeah. Well, is this guy getting anything done? No, he can't. He's not getting anything done, but the people of Pennsylvania deserve him. That's who they voted for. Like Nobody has the, I thought he was talking about Biden. <laughs> well, remember, though, Dr. Oz was his opponent. so Dr. Oz would have been a lot oh better gosh. than this guy. Oh, you are crazy, but no, that's okay. I'm, I'm not crazy. John. I'm not this crazy. Guy. I'm not crazy. <laughs> I'm not. I not, 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 not. 95. We shouldn't be making fun of him. Somebody needs to step up and say, hey, come on, let's go home. I said or that, They should have done that before the election. The party people around him should have said, else. you're not running. Yeah. Suits, you are so lucky to have us. You should count your <laughs> blessings every night. Because we'll Cause point that out immediately. Nobody right? tells. Well, maybe your family, too. They, they tell you. Right. <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, back to the Titanic thing. Here. Oh, uh, it cost two hundred and fifty grand for a spot on the eight-day expedition, and uh, all they're saying this morning is we don't know if anybody's on board, and they don't know where it's at. Basically, so. Well, my who, trip who is knows? much less than that. Well, how could you not know if anybody's on board? Well, that's. I thought that was a bit odd, also. But the stories were all very sketchy this morning. I saw three different versions. They're they're all very sketchy. Uh, and a not-so-happy follow-up. Remember the 76-year-old woman who knocked on her own coffin to get out? Oh, yeah. In Ecuador. Yeah. She, uh, she, we've, lost, we've lost her. We've lost her. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, seven days after that happened, uh, she died in intensive care. Gilberto Barbera Montoya, the woman's son, told the Associated Press that doctors at the state hospital where she was rushed after the incident said she died Friday night. Ecuador's health ministry confirmed in a statement that Abella Montoya died from a stroke after spending a week in intensive care. If you missed this story last week, Abella apparently woke up and started knocking on June 9th, knocking on the inside of her coffin. After spending five hours inside the coffin at a funeral home in Babahoyo, about uh, 129 miles southwest of Quito, uh, they are researching the doctors and hospitals, or not researching, investigating, where uh, they pronounced her dead in the first place. I'm not seeing a real uh, up-to-date um, intensive care unit in, in Ecuador. 
Oh, you might be surprised. Really? Yeah. Thatch, thatch hut, maybe. Yeah, something like that. Just uh, not. Yeah, I'm not seeing regions. Let's put it that way. Goats and chickens in the lobby. The right, worst right. was when they released the video um, of this. I am stuck in a pair of handcuffs inside a coffin. <laughs> oh my God, that priest. <laughs> he had the ball gag in, didn't he? Did. He? He, had yeah. the ball he did. Gag yeah. yeah, he did. Yeah. <laughs> That's a tough. Uh, that's a tough call. That to goes make. tough for the parish, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. that's a little. T- <laughs> our guy had the uh, ball gag. Last oh, you had the ball gag yeah, guy. Right. Yeah, oh, he yeah. was over at ours. Now, how long has you been there? Oh, about six years. Yeah. I'm just gonna not say anything. Not to, <laughs> not to pick on News Channel Eight in Florida, but they left a lot of unanswered questions in this story. Woman was found with a baby raccoon in her bag after police searched her belongings during a bicycle stop. According to the Clearwater Police Department, 43-year-old Lindsay Roadwald was stopped while riding her bicycle, which did not have lights on during the night. While speaking with police, she gave them verbal consent to look into her backpack. Well, they immediately found a broken glass pipe with crystal residue. Uh-huh. Field test indicated the presence of methamphetamine. She told the police department she forgot the pipe was in her bag and that she had used meth a few days before. Upon further investigation, a raccoon was found (laughs) in the woman's backpack. (laughs) Police said it was hers and it was about a week old. They took the critter to the veterinary emergency group in Tampa. It'll be cared for alongside other young raccoons before being released. Put it down. Put it down. God. That's uh, all they have about the story, so I don't know if she was charged with anything. You got the bad uh, cartoon I, bubble I over there, don't you? John, mm-hmm. my question is, were the police in a, a police car or were they on bicycles? That's because I don't question. think we should have to pull over for a cop that's riding a bicycle, especially if he's wearing shorts. I don't no. think that's 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 just not You're serious. You're basically describing <laughs> Reno nine one one. Yeah, yeah. If they look like uh-huh. Jim Dangle from nine, Reno nine one one, I'm pulling over. I'm not pulling Dangle. over. That's right. You want to know if there was a penalty if you ran over a bicyclist? He's not advocating that, but oh. he's wondering how much trouble you'd be in. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. yeah well. <laughs> and, but he was limiting that to the winter when there was icy conditions. Well, nice talking to you. Good to see you All guys. Right. Yeah. Right. Do you yeah. be here tomorrow? Okay. John, cool. thank you. Oh, sure. Thank I you. Really, I've done that. Uh, I, guess. I think so. That's enough. Why don't you take That's a little time? <laughs> Cannot stop him. He'll just make a move. Joe Suchere. Leah from Seattle writes, Just catching up on Friday's show, and you will probably have gotten the same info from another Seattle area listener. The owner of Molly Moon's, pro, uh, the ice cream store. Oh, yeah. Remember Molly Moon was inside the chop zone. Yep. And when she realized she was losing money, she is suing. And she's got all the progressive credentials and whatnot, but she finally hit the wall, apparently. The owner of Molly Moon's prohibited police officers in her shop during the chop zone. You're kidding. No. no. Wow. And then she gave me the link to the story, and I, I went to it. Uh, and it's uh, uh, after chop, no armed police officers allowed inside Molly Moon's ice cream Shop. Well, good for you, Molly Moon. You're getting what you deserve. Molly Moon Nysel, who owns nine uh, ice cream shops across the region, said the signs only hang at the Capitol Hill location. I don't know what signs they mean by that. 
She said the move coming. Boy, this didn't print very well. That's a shame. You need new ink. Yeah. So uh, she's gun free. All her shops are gun free. You can go in there and you know feel like you're part of the community. Uh, but she sues because the cops aren't taking care of us. You are requesting the defunding of cops, mm. uh, however accurate this report is. And I, I think that's shameful. Yeah. You know, you're just another you can't hypocrite. can't have it both ways. You're just another hypocrite. That's all. Just another hypocrite. What's behind this? Something crucial. Nope. Only because they come to us. From where? Well, from Fernandina, Florida, from the traveling... Limits. Cue the sexy music. 1816 on this date. Joe, today is June 19th. 24 people were killed in the Seven Oaks Massacre near Winnipeg, Manitoba. The battle was between members of the Selkirk Colony and a proud group of, proud group of Metis people. Uh, that's a real long one. On this day in 1852. <laughs> are you okay? Yeah, are you right? Yeah. Okay. Are you sure? Yeah. It's just, it wasn't that big of a deal. Um, on this day in 1852. Uh, June 19th. By an act of Congress, the St. Peter's River was renamed with, with its original Dakota name, Minnesota. Uh, Minnesota. Let's see. Uh, I'll read the first one. Huh? <laughs> Joe? Oh, yeah, waters that reflect the sky or sky blue waters. Or muddy water. The news had been known to the French. The river had been known to the French, such as St. Pierre and the Anglophone Europeans as St. Peter for 100 years since the days of the first explorer, Pierre Charles Le Sueur. Le Sueur? Mm-hmm. Um, Tell me when you recall. We're rolling. Uh, this day, I've got one for you from Super 70s Sports, Suchi Boy. Today Are you in taking over this date in I history? I think so. Just this, just this one, because I don't think it's on your sheet. Today in 1984, the Trailblazers select Sam Bowie with the second pick in the oh. NBA draft, and the Bulls follow them at number three by drafting the greatest basketball player that ever effing lived. Michael, Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. Yeah. Well, I did want to add that on this day, okay. in Today's 1873... We had the first graduation ceremony ever at the University of Minnesota, and it was two guys, Warren Eustis and Henry Williamson. So the school has grown a bit. Okay. Did they uh, live together? I don't know, Kenny. I, I don't know if that was a deal or not. Right. Thank you, GLers. Hey, everybody. It's John here, and I want to tell you how you can eat stress-free this spring with Factors, delicious, ready-to-eat meals. You can get their fresh, never-frozen, chef-crafted, dietitian approved meals ready to eat in just two minutes. Weekly menu of 35 options like Calorie Smart, Keto Protein Plus, or Vegan and Veggie. And they use premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus for the no-fuss meals. And get rid of the hassle of prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. Just heat and serve. My favorite, the jalapeno lime cheddar chicken. Customize your weekly meals to get as much or as little as you need. And you can pause or reschedule deliveries to suit your lifestyle. Head to factormeals.com slash garagelogic50 use code GarageLogic50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code GarageLogic50 at factormeals.com slash GarageLogic50. You get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. Uh, don't forget, Rook, the 
online shop. I was just looking at if you. Uh, I was just sent an email showcasing that the 30th anniversary. Uh, what would we call it? Gear garb is available for purchase. Go to garagelogic.com. Then subscribe to Garage Logic on our YouTube page. It's wonderful. There's great videos on there. If you want to find a new podcast, go to PodMN on your smartphone. PodMN on your smartphone will allow you to check out the entire library. And if you want to be uh, very, uh, very entertained, check out what we do while we're on breaks. And you can do that by signing up to the Garage Logic Town Council. Maybe and not the most recent one. <laughs> maybe not the most recent one, but you can find out what we're doing. So uh, check it out online, garagelogic.com. It's 100 bucks a year or 10 bucks a month, and you get a $10 Fry Maloney's Hardware and Garden Store gift certificate.